0: Come, Come here. here. Get
1: off. Welcome to the first
0: episode of The Turn On,
1: hosted by me, Erica. And me, Kenria. So,
0: thanks for coming. This, as Erica said, is our very first episode, and we are very excited to be here. So on every show of The Turn On, we'll read a piece of black erotica that's designed to turn you on, and then we'll talk about it and give you way too much information about ourselves.
1: Way too much. Yeah.
0: And then the following week, we'll come back and we'll talk to the, someone who's connected to the piece that we read. So it could be the person who wrote it, the person who you know put together the anthology that it appeared in, but somebody who can teach us a bit of something new about getting it in.
1: So, before we go too far, let's back up and talk about how we got here. First, we both love podcasts. We listen to them every single day, and we've been wanting to do our own show for years. But you know how you throw out this idea, and it never really goes anywhere. We've been saying that for a while. We even had a meeting about it once, but I think we just (laughs) got drunk. And ended up watching a bunch of old black Christmas movies. That's
0: mostly what we do.
1: I know. But a couple of months ago, we decided to get really serious, and mostly because Kirin decided she needed to tap the button. Lord, every time you
0: say that, it's like such a Erica-ism. Tap the button. I feel like I never even heard anybody else put it that way before. Oh. Hi. I love it. It's pretty Tap, unique. tap, to tap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was getting ready to masturbate, for those of you who have also never heard tap the button. And you know, that puts like a lot of... It takes prep. Like you got to get all your shit together. If you watch porn, you got to get that together. If you... I don't know. What else do people use to answering get? Entering
1: your keyword on your special site. Yes.
0: <laughs> but so for me, a lot of Lock times, the door from the kids. Listen, bitch, didn't my kid walk in on you? <laughs> <laughs> She's never walked in on me because I locked my door. Bitch. It was definitely some
1: children of the corn <laughs> shit. And I like felt movement in the bedroom, but I have a dog. And so I kind of right. thought it was the dog moving around. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, I had these eyes on me. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I've been locking my door since she was three.
1: Yeah, and she definitely exploited the fact that <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not used to
0: that. Mm-hmm. Can't do it, she's sneaky. <laughs> but so I was getting ready and one of the ways that I like to, you know, get myself together is to read a book. I like erotica, shit that features black people. Um, but I really was thinking, you know, I'm kinda tired kind of just want to do this and go to sleep. It's a stress reliever, you know what I'm saying? Help <laughs> you relax good sleep. your muscles. Yes. <laughs> but so I wanted to do it in the dark, which means it's hard to read. I didn't I didn't want to go through all of that. And since, you know, we like podcasts, I was like it would be really dope if somebody could just read some nasty shit to me. And then I could use that mm-hmm. to get there. So I went on uh on the podcast, podcast app, yeah. On iTunes, and I started searching for erotica, <laughs> and there really wasn't anything there except for this white lady, <laughs> and she called, she kept talking, saying "cock, cocks," yes, His but it was like, <laughs> cock. yes, His and member. pink nipples, and oh, like
1: strawberry head. <laughs>
0: I'm like, no. bitch, no, that's not. I what like I purple, see. not red. <laughs> Purple and bulging, and like, okay, sorry, <laughs> I got carried away. But so there was none of that, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, this is something that should be out here in the world. And we, some nasty bitches, we should do this shit. So we did.
1: <laughs> so here we are. Um, I love everything about sex, learning about it, trying new things, talking to talking about it to people, and so I'm excited to use this podcast to do that and learn more. Yep, and it's really dope because we get to do it together. Yep, yep, ding, ding. Yeah. So, Kenry is my bottom bitch. We met in college about 16 years ago, and we have been <laughs> best fucking friends ever Before, since. Ever. So, we are, we are now going to push past all that bullshit that says we have to either be hoes or somebody's mama because I frankly am both. Both. It's and... like the, uh,
0: that gif, gif that
1: everybody puts on uh, Twitter. Both. Both. Both, 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 yes. both. yep. Um, and so we're going to push past all that shit, and we're going to do that by reading about some sexy
0: shit, learning some sexy shit, and passing it on to you. Yep. The Turn On is a show for black folks who want to get off, and we want to open our minds while we do it. It'll show that we can love, and we can fuck, and it doesn't have to be political, or scandalous, or dirty, unless we want it to be.
1: So, for our first episode, we're gonna go with a really good story called Drag, and it's written by this British novelist, editor, and educator, Leonie Ross. Mm-hmm. And we picked
0: it because it's sexy as fuck. Sexy. <laughs> yeah, like it felt like a good place to start. Like it's, yeah. we'll talk about it a bit later, so we won't give you too much information, but. You never really quite know what's going to happen next. I think that's one of the things I like best about it. Yes. Yeah. So, get whatever you
1: need to get to or whatever you need to get together to get do your shit,
0: do. Your Light
1: your candles, lock your door, please. Listen. Um, settle in. Put your headphones on cuz the uh, this ain't safe for work or kids or. Yeah. But Not you should know things. if you hear by now, you know that. <laughs> um, settle in, relax, and
0: Let's start the show. Let's get it. Drag, by Leonie Ross. Today, I feel like a drag queen. Walking down Soho way through the tourists and the catcalls. My crotch is aching under the good jeans and the bad underwear, watching the freaks go by, acres of eyeliner and jangly earrings and crap t-shirts that pass for fashion. Walking and making sure my hips sway in calypso circles. Today, I feel like a drag queen. The top layer of me is a bouncing and behaving woman. I'm all rounded tits and a belly button so deep you could play strip poker inside it. But underneath that, I feel like a boy. 18 years old, slim hips, shoulders so strong I could carry the world, baby soft face, and mascara eyes. The boy in me lengthens my stride and gives me attitude. He looks out from under my eyelashes. I'm working it. I'm being seen. I'm shimmying. The only thing I want to drink more than beer tonight is you. I look up. He's not my type. His head would bang in the doorways. We couldn't even dance. I'd be stuck just above his navel. I don't like licorice colored men. But today, the boy inside me needs a fuck from anybody. He's leaning against a porn shop. I can see those plastic ribbon thingies that they insist you pass through like a time machine. No, like a seedy entrance to a boudoir. I think that his face is open, that it reminds me of a child's. He's even yummy with a second glance. I look at him, grin. Going inside, I say. No, he laughs. Come inside with me, I say. We wander around the interior. It's dark and silly and small waves of embarrassed men part before us. They try to pretend that none of us are there. I pick up the worst of the porn, speak loudly, point out cum shots and women dressed as little girls. I even find a puzzled, swollen donkey. We discuss measurements at the tops of our voices, pretending to be serious. Men begin to leave. The proprietor looks indignant. (laughs) I turn more pages and I laugh in my boy's face. Watch our arms, side by side, both bruise-colored. His lips thrust through graceful stubble. What's your name? He says. Joe, I reply. He looks amused, as if he knows, Joanna, Josephine, just Joe, call me Joe, I say. I'm Jason, he says. I like the way he says his name, like it fits him, like he's new, like he's the only Jason in the world. The proprietor grimaces and rolls his eyes. We are nearly alone in the shop. The last man is trying not to look me in the face as he wiggles past us. He wants to fuck me, but he doesn't want me to see that. Jason moves to let him go by. I love that he does not try to protect me from the lust in the man. He stands next to me, trusting me in my own space like I'm his equal, like I'm strong. Back at my flat, he lays me across my bed in between pages of my thesis. I am writing about black people in British ads, like how there are none. He doesn't care. The head of his dick is swollen and purple red, He is watching me closely. I tighten the muscles in my stomach, flex my shoulders. I want my body to feel like concrete when he touches me. I run my hands along my thighs, pretending the hair there is pepper grains. I'm holding the bunch of roses he bought me in Leicester Square, tight. A thorn sticks through my flesh, and I can feel a tiny bead of blood on my palm. Jason crouches over me, pulls the roses away slowly. Then he is ripping them apart and scattering petals, stalks, thorns across my breast. Tell me how you want me to be, he pants. Fuck me like I'm a boy, I say. He puts a thumb up my cunt, parting the folds. It is a small sword through honey. I twist away, annoyed. No, I say. My voice is shaking. I want him to understand so bad, but I don't want to talk like you're fucking yourself. He's lying on top of me, his cock rubbing against my tummy. It's wet there. He rubs himself across me, hip bone to hip bone. He's running a baseline through me. I can feel it everywhere. In my wrist, making my mouth reverberate. He licks the blood off my palm thoughtfully. That's hardly safe, I say. So, he says, and flips me over. My clip's rubbing against the white duvet, and I can feel it growing, swelling, tumescent, hard against my belly. He's spitting on his fingers, rubbing them up and down my asshole. His breath is lost in my hair. He pauses against the entrance like there's a stop sign, like he needs permission just one more time. Go on, I say. I've never done this before, and it needs to be now. Go on. He pushes gently. The head slips in. Agony. I twist, trying to accommodate. Oh, fuck. He groans against my ear. I feel like a girl about to be taken. I fight against the femininity. I don't want it. Not today. I want the abandonment, the urgency of a boy. But it's no good. I'm afraid, straining, anxious. I push myself onto my elbows. He's still being tentative. He's halfway in, but my body is groaning, rejecting it. He is sliding into a tube of sandpaper. My whole body is shaking and my head is shaking. I can't be a boy this way. A million pins dance the length of my ass. I hear myself calling for timeout. Jason, let's stop. He ignores me, thrusts a hand underneath us, begins to play with my clit, twisting, insistent, rubbing me in hard circles. I love the weight of him on top of me. I am pinned in a slow-moving dream. No, I say, but it's working. I can feel my ass melting, widening, moisture seeping out of chocolate walls. Your name is Jason. He whispers it against my hair. You're up against the wall. It's carnival. And you're up against a brick wall. And I'm fucking you in the ass. Your cock is rubbing against the wall. You're so hard. We met five minutes ago. And I rubbed the muscles in your arms. He's all the way inside me. A metal bar against my ass cheeks. The heel of his hand grinding into my clit. And nothing hurts anymore. I can hear myself. I'm growling, and I can hear the soca in the distance. And when I look up, I can see shot grannies, amused revelers. I can see a policeman cocking his head to the side. Are they really doing that? He starts up the street, and I can see him, ready to arrest two queer niggers. I rub the muscles in your arms, and now I'm all the way up your ass. Your name is Jason. I have no breasts. My chest is flat. I shift, undulate, I become a smooth runway that pours from the base of my arched neck down my shoulder blades, spreads across my hips, pushes my ass up into him. I'm an oil machine gleaming with afternoon sweat. Jason takes a breath, pulls halfway out, plunges into me, savage, uncompromising. His hand is a blur. I howl. Delicious. Afterward, he knows how to be. I tell him my full girl name. Today, I feel like an executive. My hair is scraped off my face and the makeup is effortless. Walking into a classy restaurant, the London sun streaming through the French windows, melting the clientele like individual ice cream cakes. I'm in a black suit and underneath the lingerie is apricot. My heels are sensible. Before I leave the office, my boss tells me to use everything I've got. He winks. Everything. He thinks he's a feminist, but he is not above pimping me out. Today, I feel like an executive. Facts and figures flow from my fingertips. My voice is controlled and assertive. But underneath is so much more an ambitious 25-year-old who lies in the bath and dreams of power. Rubber Duck in a Bath tells me that I should have a flat on the Riviera, a penthouse in New York. Bubbles promised me a walk-in closet of designer clothes, three personal assistants, and gleaming, expensive technology. I am a multi-million dollar deal. Josephine. I love his voice. I look up. He's in the sharp suit, dark. Women's heads swivel, and I think, blind bitches, and hold on to the glass of water tightly. He scoops condensation from the edge and rubs it between his fingers, back and forth. I can't stop looking. I remember his hands on me and shiver in the heat. Long time no see, I say. So, he says, climbs right in next to me. You can't stay, I say. My thighs are humming. I have an important client coming. He stays. He introduces himself as my colleague when the client arrives. The client orders tea and discusses cost-effectiveness and the implications of visual versus voiceover, whether we need a celebrity or normal actresses. tells me that there are other ad companies waiting in line. I nod and sound intelligent. Jason puts his hand up my skirt. My knees snap together instinctively. He is cupping me like I'm a small, precious thing. I can smell myself across this sophisticated room. Pussy mixed with golden marigolds at the windowsill. He uses one long, insistent finger. Rubs just above my contours. I try to edge him nearer the brink of me. Inside, I'm an empty roll of wet muscles. I could play him like a flute if only we were far from here. His finger is still stroking the hair, just the hair. I wonder if the teasing is on purpose, sucking my breath as he hits the mark just to show off. Back to the top, then down again, light circles. I try to slow my breathing. You see, we think that speaking to women in our own language will knock the socks off the competition, says the client. A single crumb sits on his neat mustache. I want to lick it off. I want to grab his head and push it between my breasts and scream. I want them both to fuck me across the table. Perhaps animation, says the client. "Mm Mm-hmm, I say. Jason's finger eases inside me, taking all the daylight in the room with it. I am sitting in a pool of summer. He puts a thumb back on my clit and it jumps like it's Christmas. I push my hips forward. They're doing circles tight, wide, urgent. Jason's skin is boiling. Could you um, order some coffee? I say to the client. He turns and signals for the waitress. Jason pulls his hand out of me and licks his fingers. One, two, three. I hide a groan in my napkin. The client smiles at me, clueless. I smile back. Jason asks him a question. I can't hear him. I am literally deaf. The client leans forward. Jason leans toward him, his fingers back, twiddling me. I sip scalding coffee, burn my tongue, put my hand on top of Jason's hand, press him into me. My eyes are begging. Harder, I say. Pardon? Says the client. It must be hard to deal with the established competitors. It must get harder every day. Harder and harder. Ah, says the client. I want to close my eyes. I can feel my orgasm tickling the base of my spine, but I'm talking and talking and the words are scrabble squares on a board. Meaningless, but full of potential. I want to lean back in my chair. Tell them both that one day I will be able to buy them with a flick of my well-manicured fingers. Jason puts his hand on my inner thigh, pushes my legs as wide as they can go, grasps my panties, and pushes them roughly aside. I can hear a rip. He pushes something small and cold up me. I bite my lip and my hand on the table goes into involuntary spasm. He makes me touch myself with the other one. He bites his bottom lip as our entwined fingers touch two tiny balls. They feel as if they should be silver. We stir them around, coaxing juice out of me. My hand is frothy. They tinkle, I'm sure. The client is talking, and Jason leans into my shoulder. Pussy music, he whispers. My hips begin to buck. I'm beyond speech. All I can do is nod, and the waves are getting more intense. My breasts are spilling out of my bra. They're so swollen. I'm breathing through my nose, and yes, he's giving me what I want. He's rubbing my clit the way I like it. Hard and, God, so dirty. And the balls are revolving, tinkling, pulling it all out of me. I surrender, lean forward onto the tablecloth. Are you all right? The men chorus it above me. The client is calling. Waitress, waitress, she's having a fit. Everybody around me is looking afraid and concerned. Is she choking? Someone do the Heimlich on her ass. And Jason is all the way up in my face, one arm around my shoulder. Joe, you okay? Hush, baby, hush. But there's a fierce twinkle in his eye, and his whole body is saying, be quick, Josephine. Be cost effective. Exert your power. Come for me before the place erupts. I'm going to have to take my hand away. Come for me. And then I'm screaming. I can't believe that I'm letting my body jerk all over this posh restaurant, but there's something so powerful about it all. I'm coming in their faces and nobody knows. My nails are scraping the tablecloth and someone cries out as a coffee cup shatters on the floor. And I'm trying not to laugh, my cute little ass still jerking. You know those slow wave, post-cum jerks that feel like aftershocks? And I've put my fingernails through the flesh between Jason's neck and his shoulder and I can tell it really hurts him, but he's trying not to laugh too. And even as the waitress rushes over, Jason coaxes another little one. Just a tiny baby orgasm out of me because he's greedy like that. And then it's done, and he's wiping his hand for your pussy juice, wiping it all over his face and his pretty man cheekbones. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. I wanna laugh. That's all I feel like doing, laughing. So I do. Delicious. Afterward, the client calls to make sure I'm all right. We get the deal. Pussy power. Today, I feel like a bride walking through the special room set aside for me in the back of the church, all Vera Wang class. If I could blush, I'd be blushing in the mirror. There is one hour to go. My bridesmaids, all ten of them, have floated away, leaving me time. I do not know where they came from. None of them are my friends. My dress has cost 8,000 pounds. Microscopic pearls are almost invisible at the hemline, the bodice, Diamonds snigger in my ear and make promises. The dress reminds me of Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe at sunset, a huge flow of everything white in the world, roaring snowflakes, pools of chalk dust, bleached frost. Today, I feel like a bride, fragrant. I am every love song ever played. I am pink. I am the wedding march personified. I am God's best promise. An open sack waiting to be filled with matrimonially blessed seed. I am hope. But underneath, I'm a 39-year-old woman who is slipping, gratefully, off the shelf. A wedding cake, blind drunk with rum. I am the solemn, desperate hopes of my mother. I have lost my way. I have no choice. You're beautiful. I look up. I don't know how we got in. Gray hair fondles his temples. Thank you, I say. So, Jason says. He sits down at my feet, cross-legged. I can barely see him over the lace. What, I say. What do you want? He shakes his head, gets up without using his hands. So graceful. Then he's back with a sky blue bowl. I can smell the lotion. My grandmother's kitchen. What is it? I say. I made it, he says. He takes one perfect shoe off my foot. His hands are warm in the autumn breeze dancing through the church cracks. His palms are tender and my body is already sweeter than it was before. Like someone dropped sugar cane into my heart, pumped at a thousand miles a minute through my bloodstream. He draws patterns on my soles, my ankles, my thighs pushing up through miles of dress. I sit down, legs akimbo, my back against the wall. I am whimpering as he runs his soft tongue through the hair down there, plating me, dipping his mouth into me, drinking me. His moistened hands have slipped under the dress's bodice and my breasts feel young again, perky, coffee-colored beginnings. My nipples are tiny silver balls. He is rubbing his magic lotion into my crotch, pouring it across my thighs. It's slick and drips off my soft belly, puddling and sinks into 8,000 pounds worth of promises. He parts the lips of my pussy as if in prayer. I watch him rubbing warm lotion over his cock, one hand on my hip. Then there are careful inches pushing inside me. I groan. Oh, I groan. We've never made love before. I wonder why as I gather him into me. I wonder why because this is a symphony of scent and breath. High notes of lemon and the pure sob of cinnamon and the darkness of cloves. I wonder why as I say his name over and over like I'm hushing a baby. It is almost too good. He watches me writhe as he fucks me. His hand dies between our bodies. I listen to the old, familiar sound of him rubbing me. His eyes are kind as I gasp and drum my fists against his back. So this is what you feel like, he says. He's trying to be cool, but his voice is too shaky. I smile, my eyes close. Does it feel good? I want him to feel good. Oh, yes, he says and pushes his hands forward once more. His penis is kissing me, tiny, wet kisses along the length of me, so certain. He looks into my face, one finger, delicate, gathers a tear on my cheek. Who am I? I say. Jason pushes into me and reminds me who I am. He tears off one pearl and fucks me juicy. He tears another and fucks me deep. I join him, fingernails sliding through cloth and lace. The dress disintegrates, bearing me dark and sticky against the church floor. I am throwing pearls across the room. We sound like animals being loved, coughing, primal sounds over our lips and down our thrashing bodies. My hands are digging into his ass, pushing him further in. I have a finger inside him where it's hot and secret, guiding him, showing him how to move, how to please me. He is whining, but through it all... Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? He's saying. And I'm a drag queen, 18 years old, trying a little something-something with the new beat of my clip. I'm a 25-year-old executive, even though I never made a million. I'm years of expectations. I'm a cop-out, thinking I needed to be Cinderella because God knows my mother needs grandchildren. I'm a fuck. I'm a friend. Yeah, I remember who they are. I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm just right. Birds whistle at the window as we swirl into orgasm. Afterward, I leave him in a pile, run down the aisle, cupping what's left of Vera Wayne to my tits, the wedding party's mouth all owes of shock. But I can see delight in the ones who are glad. Out into the shuddering light of the autumn afternoon, I hail a cab. Kick my bare feet up on the glass between me and the cat, man. Delicious. Drive, I say.
1: So first impressions of the story, I absolutely loved it. Um, First time I read it, I'll be really honest, I don't need a story. I am a... (laughs) This... Endeavor is new for me because I am not a erotic literature kind of gal. I am a whatever free clip you got on, Pornhub or somebody else, that's all I need. But um, so this was definitely different. And I feel like this was a good entry story for us because it gave a good story. But it also um, that shit was hot. Yeah, it was just really <laughs> fucking hot. Yeah. It was it was great stories, great scenarios. I loved it. However, it took me a minute to get exactly what was going on, and by a minute, I mean I had to hear from Kimria exactly what was happening in the story, um, which made me love it any even more. So, yeah.
0: so <clears throat> as you know, we just heard, you know, she's it's role play really when it comes down to it. I, you know, I think very often when we think about role play, we think about like the the costume which you got tucked up in the closet, like. I have some of those costumes. Girl. Costumes. <laughs> I don't really use mine though. Not anymore. Um so I think, you know, there's there's a bit of a lot going on. So I can see how it'll be a little bit difficult to track. Cause she's like, today I feel like this. And it's like, okay, bitch, but she was just something else yesterday.
1: Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, so is this dude just like dropping in and out of her
0: life right. every now and then? Like And, and that's what she I just think it was. Show up 'cause girl. I think he just like appears like candy man <laughs> the ghost of dick's past yes the
1: ghost of pussy pass. so i have this term i call it ghost of pussy pass. and essentially it's just old dick niggas you used to fuck with mm-hmm. they just happen to pop back up in and out of your life mm-hmm. like casper you know what i just saw us these niggas tethered Whoa. to the pussy you know what let me not say that <laughs> ah, ah, that, that sounds scary that sounds like, like they uh, gonna murder
0: the pussy <laughs> that sounds like
1: um Soul ties, and we don't need Crystal oh, Pussy Twitter God. Coming,
0: coming after us. Fucking Crystal Pussy
1: Twitter. Okay, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, it was just like, I would fucking scream if I'm at work mm-hmm. trying to meet with a client or do something work like, mm-hmm. and the ghost of Pussy Pass pop up- And put his hand in your pussy. And let's be honest- There's a few ghosts. If they popped up and put the hand on my pussy, I'd be like, Well, hello, let's see where this goes. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the middle of a client meeting, that ain't for you, bitch. No, (laughs) because I am you think I'm expressive on this mic? (laughs) Wait till I'm rocking another mic. (laughs) There's no way in hell I would be able to do that, but nonetheless, it was. I really liked how she went through various levels Mm -hmm. in various periods in her life but it took me a minute to understand exactly what was
0: going on yeah so I mean to me it's like she's trying on different roles right so it's essentially role play I think so often when we think of role play especially as it relates to sex we think of like costumes and shit like which I mean I had my costume period (laughs) I had my Oh, okay, what do I? Ha- I still have some, but I honestly don't use them anymore. It was a very short-lived period. I was trying to spice up some shit that I should just let go. Yeah,
1: and you know what? We find ourselves doing that, trying to spice up and add. Some, well, you just need to put some stank on some things that he don't need it. no stank.
0: Right. So just, yeah. yeah, but I still have them, and ah, it's probably been a smooth ten years since I put on a costume. And part of it is because I'm not in no shit that I got to spice up. My shit is extra hot all the time.
1: Mm. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> and that's not to say that if you don't, if that, that's your the thing, only way, that's exactly. your thing. But exactly. you know, like I feel like so often as women, we find ourselves in a relationship that's not working, mm-hmm. and we turn to what can I? I mean, and I think it's important to do some self Keep reflection. And, but know. I think we so often we turn to what's the what's the latest trick I can do to show him, to prove him, mm-hmm. to him, to wow him, and it's like, girl. If this ain't natural, then don't right. Don't of course, a lot of times it. that
0: looks like forcing it, right? Yeah. Like, it's a nigga that you probably shouldn't be with to begin exactly. with. Exactly. And like, if you can't have an actual conversation with him about what y'all need to do to make mm-hmm. things great for both of y'all. Like, if you ain't coming or he not keeping it hard, maybe there's something else y'all need to talk about.
1: And that fucking fluffy unicorn costume ain't gonna help. <laughs> like... That's not going to be it. Did you got a fluffy unicorn costume. No, I do not have a fluffy unicorn costume. Um, All right. I, You know, I don't think I did too many of the costumes. Like, yeah, I mean, so I am really, I'm comfortable with my body. Mm-hmm. I have no problem walking around naked. I have no problem being sexual. Something about costumes turned me into a fucking... Dork, like I <laughs> am, like meep, moop meep, moop I am a robot. I'm a baby dinosaur. Bitch. Like it just becomes. I become a complete and utter dork when costumes are introduced. Ugh. So, when I do the role playing, it's more like in the first scene mm-hmm. where we were talk. I talk a whole lot of shit and oh. sex. Yeah. So my our role playing comes in when. It's, you know, when I'm just talking shit as opposed to actual costumes. But what are your
0: costumes? I have a maid's costume. Which is not fucking fun. It ain't nothing fun about that. But when I bought it, I was like, I don't know, like 25, 26, living Mm. in an apartment by myself. Like, I guess I thought that was sexy, but ain't shit sexy about cleaning up.
1: Ain't shit sexy about cleaning up because... That's like my whole life now. Exactly. Like... When I think about cleaning up, I'm thinking of how quickly can I do it
0: before I get to bed. All right, and ain't no special fucking outfit for that shit. Fuck
1: no, I ain't getting bleached on these good <sighs> pants.
0: But I do, <laughs> when I got that costume, I also got like a feather duster and that shit. The feather duster is Yo, good. Because when t- you, from behind, run that shit down your spine, Wait. So this bitch thinks she can do as, <laughs> ASMR. She's She, it's she sends me random videos of herself, <laughs> like eating fucking pickles and like drumming her goddamn nails never on Never posted phone.
1: on IG, but
0: <laughs> but she send them to me because, because you're special, bitch. I'm special. So
1: yeah, um, so yeah, the feather dust so have, comes yes, in handy. That's
0: good. And then I have a, I have a police person, costume. <laughs> and here's the thing. Police are fine. That shit ain't sexy. Not at all. And the reality is, most of the time when I think about police, I'm, you know, worried about my life and the people who I love. Exactly. like And that don't really make me wet. Like, so.
1: even, now that you mentioned it, remember the Lil Wayne song, Mrs. Officer? Wait, that was two of our friends, like... <laughs> They, it was their song they played it at their wedding yes. you know who you are yep. shout hey out y'all. to
0: y'all um, and I still think of them every time I hear that which is we however <laughs> it's, it's an abuse of
1: power and it's just like there's so many more places and so many more things we can do other than fucking <laughs> playing exactly. cops and robbers. Exactly. Like, that's not cute. It's Ooh. Not. So, yeah, so I don't use my costumes anymore. Well, but pieces of the costume because I love a good restraint. And yes. if you got some good handcuffs, yes, bitch. However, so I, I do found get some better ones. I found that. When introducing handcuffs with black men is difficult mm. because, you know, you pull out the handcuffs and they're like, no, bitch, we ain't doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, no, not you, me. Tie me up.
0: And then, and then, then I... after
1: more conversation, it becomes a thing.
0: But see, I've never. So I, I, too, enjoy a good handcuff. I, um, too, enjoy <laughs> good cuffing. Yeah, <laughs> so. But I've never. um. I don't think I've ever had I don't you know what? I don't think they've ever even assumed I was gonna put them shits on them.
1: You know what? But see They I'm... just
0: put them shits on me and keep it moving. Well, you know.
1: This is also meep, mope, meep, mope. <laughs> Erica <laughs> it's like what the fuck this robot dinosaur about to do? <laughs> um, yeah, but cuffs, yeah I found it's they're much better when you do like restraints as opposed oh. to cuffs, you know? Because the handcuffs are like Handcuffs are for play-play. When you're yeah. really into doing some restraint yeah. shit, get you a good restraint. So wait, the are leather they, kind.
0: are they attached? Or do, can you, because my thing is I want to put will, them will, where will. you can will. spread
1: across so the So I have, the pair that I have, they have the clips so you can attach. You can attach them. But also they have a hook so that mm. you can like run them through yes. ropes and stuff. Okay. I'll I need to get those. Okay, <laughs> actually have <I'm> a friend. <laughs> so I got a... a Someone that I once dated. Um, did you date him, or did you just fucking? Well, we was just fucking. Okay. So you go into his house, and he has like a nice bed, and it's really nice. And once you start looking, you be like, "Are those O-rings bolted to
0: each corner of your bed?" Oh, he's prepared.
1: Oh, he was so prepared. Like this nigga, like fucking bolted o O rings to each corner of his bed, and it's kind of in some like you don't really see what's going on until you really look. Until you tie it up, and like, oh shit, this how this nigga did it. He's committed, really committed. And guess what? What? (laughs) I'm about to be that committed (laughs) because my next bedroom set I've definitely been looking at. Like, so how
0: can we tie some shit on? Pour
1: this up, like take it and just. Sprinkle a little hoe on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. It's important to just, you know, a
0: little hoe on it's shit. like
1: Frank's hot sauce. We put that shit on everything. <laughs> put a little hoe on everything.
0: Yes. So, so with with the story, uh-huh. in my mind, she is stepping into different roles. She is trying on different versions of herself to try to figure out which one fits. So on the first one, you know, she, which I I don't agree with, but she associates femininity with a lack of power. Mm -hmm. You know, like she says, she doesn't want to be, she doesn't want to feel feminine. She doesn't want to be a girl because she doesn't want to be taken. And, you know, you and I kind of have that opposite situation (laughs) going on where ain't nobody taking shit. Ain't nobody... I give you. Yeah, but she's also 18 in that scene, right? Yeah. So very often we had to grow... I should. I had to grow into that. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense as an 18-year-old. I had a little bit of a problem. It was interesting. So before he started trying to fuck her in the ass, he did pause, and he asked for... Like, he was asking for For consent again. Which was great. so it was really good to see that. But then once he started and she couldn't take it and she said hey we should just stop and he didn't mhm and he kept pushing and even though she i mean yes okay she said she wanted it and it started to feel good as somebody who has had a dick in her ass mm-hmm. nigga when i say stop you stop yeah
1: i hear you and see this is where it gets really dicey because i actually very recently had a situation kind of similar to that mm. And I was with a very determined individual who I think see it's hard because it worked out, you know, like I mean it worked out here too. We were doing it, yeah. Like and and like, there's no like way to like judge it or feel it out. Like, and this is where the whole you know sexual assault thing becomes so I don't want to call it a thing. Like, it's something.
0: It's like game or some shit. Yeah. But,
1: you know, this is where it gets very difficult because it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to tell, you know, when a no is. Because I fuck around all the time. But you know what? It worked because I did not inflict our, I did not use our safe word. Oh, <laughs> like, well, okay. I am, well, then I am you, you definitely had a system set up. I definitely though. have a system set yeah. up. But it was like one of them, I was like, oh, I don't know. This ain't going to work. And he and was then like, it Keep trying, bitch. Keep bearing down. And it worked. And sweet Jesus did the gates
0: of the Lord open <laughs> like my butt. But see, having a safe word was part of your consent process. Yeah. And she was a yeah. fucking stranger. Very true. So, Very true. yeah, I mean, that that part was a little tough for me. Um, but she felt fine. And, you know, we yeah. believe women. And she said that she was cool, so it was fine.
1: And you know what? It was great. Um, I like how it was very distinct periods in her life Mm -hmm. because I feel like we've all been, I feel like at 18 was really when I started, no. Well, yeah. So when I was like, when I got into college was really when I started trying to kind of explore my sexuality. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I had sex in high school, but it was more.
0: In the back of somebody's car?
1: (sighs) Bitch. (laughs) Just a tip. I fucking lost my virginity on a waterbed.
0: Okay, so wait, y'all. So, Eric is my best friend. We've known each other since our junior year in college. I ain't never heard this story before. I think it's only appropriate that you tell it today.
1: Because we're talking about first time? Yep. So, I was in band. I was a little ashy little girl in
0: band. Wait, what did you play?
1: The flute. Yeah. I was a flautist. I mean, I knew
0: this. So we had to let la, the people la, know. La.
1: Um, <laughs> I played the flute. And I was actually so bad that my mama thought I was first chair, but the first chair was on the other side. I was like... <laughs> so, you were like, last chair. I was just like a bitch. I mean, you got to go to touching. Games. I was touching Were you in a marching things. band? Or this yeah. Was, okay. So, this was marching band. So there was this guy, and he was in the, he was in a marching band. I don't even fucking remember. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember the nigga name, <laughs> but anyway. So it's maybe spring. No, it was the summer because mm-hmm. you know you preparing for yeah, yeah. the the season or whatever. So we're all at somebody's house and we flirting and stuff. And you know, my dumb ass nigga smile too hard. No, I will not judge myself.
0: That's right. Terry
1: shot me a look. So I was just. I wasn't ready, you know. You mm-hmm. in a place where you know a little nigga smile, a little rock biting nigga smile at you, and you like, oh, I like how that tooth hang out his mouth when he <laughs> eat. You know, my, I shouldn't have done it, but anyway. So it's part of your he's experience. smiling and he's smiling. And that little tooth was hitting that light was hitting that tooth, and it's so like gleaming. Ding. <laughs> so we go in the back to his homeboys' room. Was it his homeboys or like his homeboys' mom? I don't know. But we was, like, in the back, <laughs> and we get on a fucking waterbed.
0: Okay, first. <gasps> what year was this? Fucking, like, 97, like, eight. Ninety
1: 97,
0: 98. It's like 97. Why had a waterbed? So water it couldn't bed. have been a
1: mama, because if you are an adult, like... A waterbed is not cool. Yeah, so anyway, so we go in the back, and there's this fucking waterbed. So we, like, start fooling around. It is a fucking waterbed. With sex? <laughs> The most important thing about sex is leverage. Exactly. That's why niggas take off their socks. They put them little hospital joints on yes. so you get the grip, so you can. Need some traction. You need some traction. You do not need to be fucking.
0: Plus, he floating he was around. probably very new too. and don't nobody know what you're doing. Exactly. So it was it was the
1: <laughs> fucking bitch. worst, most awkward shit. And then what makes it even worse? What a nigga walks in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We was in there like, and it wasn't even like, because look, I've been Were walked in on Were y'all even like naked or anything? I've been walked in on multiple times. And I am like, look, you caught a bit of this, bitch, take notes. Right. This time it was like, he walked in. It was like, hey. And I was like, oh <laughs> I don't even remember if I was naked. I feel like when you're I probably young wouldn't. like that. You just like open spaces. Yeah, yeah. somebody.
0: People
1: uh oh. room. And it shit. was the fucking worst. Like, primarily because one, we didn't know what we was doing, and mm-hmm. two, we didn't have the fucking leverage. Like, you need you need traction. You need like to be pushing off of things, and we were like <laughs> two, Just two floating little ashy ass kids floating in a sea of cheap ass twelve count <laughs> two ply one ply ass polyester sheets. It was just disgusting. So, and this is also, when I tell little girls about having sex, I'm like, girl, wait, because
0: You deserve so much more. You deserve a better
1: story, (laughs) other than like yeah. Fucking rock biter on a fucking waterbed yeah. in somebody's house? Oh, like God. girl. So anyway, um so Since
0: everybody wanna podcast these days, they could at least be thinking about how they might have to tell a story again. <laughs> exactly. Day. So, you know, I've had a chance to lose my virginity a few more times
1: after that nice. and it was delightful.
0: delightful. So yeah. I mean, I like that she is different people at different times and you can see her growth but also that she called herself out in that last one right like she mm-hmm. felt like a bribe but she only felt like a bribe because her mama was forcing her yeah and i love that <laughs> like, that not was some only,
1: transformational dick yo, that dick was like it knocked some sense in her i don't want to give him that much credit. and i was just about to say man don't think that you're going <laughs> that you got like Transformational. Your dick dick ain't that magical. What happens is, you just
0: she he made she remember her
1: into place. That's right. It was it was more her. Your dick was helpful, but you know, but it was an assist. Yeah, it was an assist. Yeah, I would figure that shit out. Sports metaphor, but I know nothing about that. That's that's a sports assist, like a basketball. Where they like throw something and catch and be like, boop.
0: I'm gonna go on ahead and say no. Okay. Anyway. I love that she got there and that Mm -hmm. like not only did she like bounce we never find out what the nigga's name was that she was supposed to marry because the nigga don't don't matter matter. and you know, I think if, if this had been, I mean, this would never be a romantic comedy, but if it had been a movie, mm-hmm. she would have, like, walked out hand in hand with this nigga or, mm-hmm. like, hit the altar and they would have got married or some, you know, bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> um, but she said, I left him in a pile on the floor. And I was yes. like, yes, bitch. <laughs> like, it was all I could do not yes. to feel that as I was reading it. And not, it's not because I don't like men. I love men. Mm-hmm. But that it wasn't about him. It was about her yeah. and how she
1: found herself. Right. He wasn't
0: saving her. She was saving yeah. herself. Yeah. so I It was a that really tough story. Yeah. Well,
1: so I actually really love this. Thank you for the pick, Kenria, because ay, ay, ay. this was a good starter, you know, a good starter. So
0: thank you for getting us wet. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. Um, so I think that since this is our first episode, and we just talked a little bit about your first time having sex on the waterbed, we'll save my first time story for another time. But this was also Josephine's first time doing something. <laughs> What, what No, talk. I'm going to give you the back. Okay, cool. And it was what, her what first what time in the having what, what, anal sex. Yes. What in the butt? Yes. So wait. <laughs> she sings this shit all the time. First of all, she don't even know where it came from.
1: It, yeah, I don't. I just sing it because it just makes. Isn't it was a, great a viral video what, though? What? In the
0: butt, yes, what? just like that. Hey, hey, what what, 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 what in the butt? Hey, but make she songs also sings. We do a lot, um, but she also sings it at fucking inappropriate times. Like I had to have a colonoscopy. Well,
1: there are lots of times where <laughs> things are going in your butt, so it's not that it's inappropriate times. It's the appropriate <gasps> times. I was recovering. It's not like I am singing it at
0: like y'all. Bar mitzvahs. I was still under. Anesthesia, like still coming out, and that's when everyone's the most fun. You should
1: appreciate a good song. And this bitch
0: called me singing "What Was in the Butt." You should, and I sang it at mine. So we should just at least it's equal opportunity. We
1: sing it when we discuss things in the butt, yes, because what's what in In the the butt?
0: butt. So that's what's up. Okay, okay. so um, tell me about your first time. (sighs) Uh, Okay, so unfortunately, my first time with Ana was not. Fantastic. So I was in a situation that I was trying to force to work, just Mm -hmm. like Josephine with her uh, wedding situation. But I waited way too long to walk away from that. But in the course of it, this nigga kept trying to get me to do anal. And I just wasn't really comfortable because the reality was I didn't even like him that much by that time.
1: Here's my thing. Like, Hmm.
0: As someone that does do anal, mm-hmm. like
1: I don't mind I like I like it. Yeah, I do too. But I also really hate it when guys do pressure this, you for this. Pressure that shit? like, Oh, I wanna try it, I wanna try it, I right. wanna try
0: it. Like, bruh, like chill. It's my body. We'll do it at some point. Yeah, but why like, would you be a huge thing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Okay. Um but so he kept pressuring me for it and finally one day, you know, talk about spice and shit up. I was like, All right, we can try. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the lube, the the whatever. But for me, I have to be, like, yeah, I can have one-night stands. I have plenty. But, like, I still have to want it. It doesn't even have to be an emotional connection Mm -hmm. so much. I just, I got to really want to fucking do it, and I didn't want to do it. So he attempted, and it was, you know, he had a, it was a big dick, Mm -hmm. which makes things, yeah, makes things more difficult. Note of the
1: day. If you got a big dick, don't be asking for too much anal because it takes like, a pro. Mm, um, you got a nice
0: medium dick,
1: dick? Mm. even a small dick. I appreciate a small dick in the you, butt if you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So, um, yeah, but, but so
0: I didn't really want to do it, and so he tried, and it hurt, and I was like, "Fuck, no, mm-hmm. stop!" And so that was my first. That was it. That's the extent of my first anal. Experience. When
1: they be trying and it don't work, like. I did not understand the expression seeing stars until Mm. (laughs) I had a nigga accidentally, and I'm using air quotes, ram it up my butt. Not even ram it up my butt. Try to get it up my butt. Bitch, I literally literally was like fucking... was Bugs Bunny, like, on my ass. Well, not on my ass. On my stomach with stars. (laughs) Circling (laughs) around your head. Stars and birds circling around my head. Like, that shit is not fun. No, it's not. So, my first time doing it, you know, like, I always... I like trying new things. Mm-hmm. I consider myself a trisexual. I would try anything once except for scat.
0: play. you are not shitting oh, on Lord. me.
1: I am not shitting on you.
0: Other than that, bitch, we can try. Wait, but they Uh-oh. got all these weird ass, like, not weird, but interesting names for that shit. Yeah. And Scap-like. I mean, mm-hmm. so we. No, that's but, my No, but there's said, like a Cleveland steamer or something. Yeah, that's sh- when you. They Never mind. Sh- <laughs> No, tell Googled. us what it is. So I think a
1: Cleveland <laughs> steamer is when you, like, shit on a chest.
0: Yeah. Or something but like I'm that. But I'm like, why y'all got to bring my city into this shit? And then I heard well, about... Well, it is
1: Cleveland. Fuck you, why bitch. Why would they? And then, I mean, y'all make a lot of chili, right? <laughs> no, bitch, we don't eat chili.
0: Oh, that's Cincinnati. Yes. My bad. You done mixed up the Cleveland, the seas in Ohio. Yeah. Difference, Not the same difference. different, but okay. Whatever. It's like five and a half hours away. Whatever. But yeah, no... Uh, that's <clears throat> that's not for me. But one thing that we always say on this show is that we never yuck, yuck anyone's, anyone's yum. yum. So, so if you like it, that's good. I mean, we want to hear about it, honestly. Yeah, like,
1: if, if that's what you do. Because, side note, y'all will get lots of my granny stories. <laughs> so my granny told me about, first we were talking about Donald Trump. And she told me how she's convinced <sighs> that. she really just say I'm his sorry, name? 45. Ooh. She told me how she's convinced that 45 has piss tapes. Why? Because she said she talked to a real live hoe. Yes. And that real live hoe told her that these men take them out and they give them all this food. They give them this rich, good food and feed them and get them good and drunk and take them back to hotels and pay the hoes to piss on them and shit on them. Yes. My granny told me this. So, I mean, if granny, first it's granny. Two, it was a real live whore. So, this story is... Just gold certified. That's that is right. exactly what happens. FYI. Yeah. So you um, even gotta go
0: ask the homie Google. Now you know.
1: Now you know. Like Granny and a real live whore. <laughs> she was like, she went to whore school, certified, stamped whore. Yes. Um. So my story about anal. Mm-hmm. So okay. So first time I tried it, was on vacation with. It. I mean, I've been wanting to do it for a while. Okay. So. First time on vacation with this guy, and, you know, I was on my period. Mm. I think I was a little yeasty. You know, this nigga
0: You needed another
1: hole. He flew me out. My, my <laughs> mouth was tired and shit, and so I was like, well. Might as well. <laughs> might as well. Get <laughs> the lube. Jaws getting tired. Might as well try a little something, some. <laughs> Um, And it was, and this is, I mean, I'm not, like, super experienced, but mm-hmm. every time I've tried it thus far, you just gotta have like willpower and lube. Yes, so <laughs> the right also, kind of lube,
0: silicone based, silicone based lube. lube. You need something watery. You need it. something
1: thick. You need spit something ain't thick. it. because
0: yeah. he just used spit in the store, and I was like, nigga, I that's was like not
1: this is definitely oh. poetic license. Yeah. Um. So we will do a whole story. I think I feel like we need to like talk about. I research everything, mm-hmm. so we need to talk about different lubes and what's better for what people, and yeah. that kind of thing. But. For anal, you need something thick. You mm-hmm. need something silicone based. Mm-hmm. And also, when you're doing it up the butt, like, you you didn't commit it. This is like yes. us with this podcast. We <laughs> didn't commit it to going on the record as like lifelong hoes. It's fine. When you do anal, you just gotta commit. Unless we taking showers and wiping shit off. Like, I mean, you need to wipe shit off. But anyway, as You need to commit to, like, we just do an anal tonight. Don't be thinking you're going to swap it in and out of places, because that makes a very angry... but we go... Well, no, you got to go... Very angry coupap. You
0: got to go wash the whole situation before you re-enter. Yes, yes. yes, So you got to plan for a break.
1: Or start start vaginally and then go anal. Anyway... So we had been on vacation, and Mouth got tired. I was like, let me get this nigga something else to, you know, he done flew, flew a bitch out. He flewed you out. He, I got flewed out. Mm-hmm. Tossed his hair. Um, so we are we are at it, and, like, the first couple, it just, it, was, it hurt like hell. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing it, you got to push down like you're trying to poop out. It. You got to be yeah. very comfortable with your body mm-hmm. and where you are. Don't try to do it after you had, like, after y'all went to the melting pot, <laughs> yeah, y'all be all gasping. No, and shit, no big, not. no big fondue dates before you do this. Um, but yeah, and you push out like you're trying to, poop like hell and it at opens first,
0: the hole so they can get in,
1: and then it just kind of. Like in the story, like Mm -hmm. as some just something, bam, something happens. I think
0: the head has to get all the way in first. Yeah. I feel like once that's in, it's a little easier to get the rest in. It's like it's like a ring of fire.
1: I feel like someone (laughs) that's
0: like really experienced with this is listening to it, laughing at us. Like, should I just open it up and we go?
1: Yeah, but it takes it takes time. So But it's a very rewarding experience. It is. You know.
0: And, And So I'll say for me, although my first experience was shitty, like the second
1: time—no pun (laughs)
0: intended—you smart bitch. Um, The second time was with I was I wanted it. Mm -hmm. I was with someone who I actually really liked, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was a medium dick. Yes, but like in the best way. So you were telling me about a little what vibrator or something. So two things: one, he was he like. It helped because he really knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So his first thing was he needed to have me come first, vaginally. So first, like, we fucked and I Get came. Get everything loose mm-hmm. and gushy. Exactly. So we did that. And then I have this um, vibrator that's like a little egg, but it's on a stick almost. Mm-hmm. So it lets, it's a G-spot simulator. So we put that in and push it up against the front wall. So now you're getting vibration and you got all the stuff going from the inside and then he came from he came in from the outside. And yes, there was a little bit, you know, the ring mm-hmm. of fire situation, but because it wasn't huge, like once he we got past that, mm-hmm. shit was amazing. So I have a
1: little a I have a little butt plug. It's mm-hmm. a little vibrating butt oh, yeah, plug. It's not two.
0: huge, yeah.
1: but that has been helpful mm-hmm. and kind of you need to be in the like I am like I said, I research everything. Mm-hmm. I have steps for everything. Sex Especially anal play is not that get get the steps in mind, get it down, but it yeah, really yeah. needs to be an organic process. Just feel things out. It's helpful when everything is loose mm-hmm. and just mm. yeah. So, so I exactly. found it's very helpful. I mean, like yes, I if you're anything like me, do your research, read all that. But once mm-hmm. you got it in your head, just kind of let helps. it go.
0: Yeah. Well, and the so the third person that I've had anal with was. That's a big dick, mm-hmm. <laughs> And it took us three tries, and by the th- maybe four tries. By the last time, we kind of had a system, because so we used the anal plug first, mm-hmm. but it's, once we got that all the way in there, things mm-hmm. are kind of opened up, mm-hmm. and then he was able to come in, we took it out, and then he was nope. able to <laughs> Like when you're feeding
1: the you feeding a baby, take the pacifier out, and shut the, yes, tail in the mouth. Yes, <laughs> that's
0: literally what we had to do. But so we were able to get seventy five percent of the dick in, oh. and we was at like fifty percent of the time before that. So that like primed the situation mm-hmm. and got everything a little more open. And then once we got in, it, it was, was it was good. Ad line, yeah. But so we really had to kind of do it in stages. <laughs>
1: You're we like well, tonight this. is 75% literally percent
0: night. Literally, we worked because it's something that I like and it's something that he likes, and because we have great we you know had great communication, we were able to figure out our little plan. Communication, our little is sexy. sexy plan. I say this all the time,
1: especially to guys I'm fucking. I'm like, look, if you are able to put your face in, in my, my pussy, pussy, yeah, the least you can do is be able to talk to me about your wants mm-hmm. and needs. Now, this is Erica, you're talking to. So I may not give a fuck about your wants. But but at least um, you were able to say him. Yeah, it's important for, you know, like, it's so important to just communicate mm-hmm. with the person you're having sex with. I'm like, people be like, I don't want to say that to him. But well, like, then you don't want to fuck that nigga. But then he just have, yo, didn't you just have your face on his dick? Yeah. Like, how did, make that work. How sway? <laughs> so anyway. Yeah.
0: All So that's our first time with anal, and this was our first episode of the Turn On podcast. Hey, 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 hey!
1: I'm doing a youthful
0: dance, she the one is. where they throw their hand in the air, but that, it doesn't that's look right. not a real. So, yeah. No, anyway, that's fine. You don't even know. I don't, is. to be honest. So it could be. Okay.
1: Anyway, so <laughs> welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. This has been the first episode of the Turn On with your lovely host Erica.
0: And Kenria, that's my name.
1: Killer Ken. That All is right. also my name. So um, <laughs> welcome. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you again
0: soon. Until next time, we are two hoes making, making a, a clap. clap. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> ridiculous.
1: This episode was produced by your lovely host, Erica and Kenria, and edited by Ballistic. The theme song is from Brazy. Now listen, every five-star review posted on Apple Podcasts between now and July 31st, 2019 will be entered into a raffle to win a copy of one of the five books we read on the show. We are giving away five books. Just post your review and email a screenshot to turnonpodcast at gmail.com to enter. And please, Subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at The Turn On Pod and Instagram at The Turn On Podcast. And find links to books, transcripts, guest info, and other fun stuff at TheTurnOnPodcast.com. Bye.